0: This episode of Building Barrels is brought to you by the winds of Barbados. Please excuse their continued interruptions. Welcome. Thanks for dropping in to Building Barrels, where we explore the technology, planning, and development of adventure centers using man-made waves to spread the stoke of surfing. My name is Michael and I'd like you to join me in learning everything we can about surf park development. Together we can build barrels in our hometown. Now, in this episode, once again, we are further exploring the Surf Park Summit, and this time what we're going to do is we're going to look at uh, the operations of your surf park, and we're going to combine a couple different sessions regarding the operations and then the customer experience. The surf Park Management Group with Skip Taylor and Kate Thero, they did a uh, very nice, well-formatted presentation regarding this, and then the... Wave programming and customer experience portion of this is going to be from a panel moderated by Paul Chutter with Endless Surf and Doug Sheres, who's with Desert Surf, Josh Kerr, who's a uh, pro surfer and entrepreneur, and once again, Skip Taylor, as well as Clement Genestead, who is a wave engineer with Whitewater. So let's get into this. The road to success for your surf park you're going to have to go through several surf park development stages and we're going to just recap some of the pre-development stuff prior to getting into the operations but the operations will be the meat of this uh, segment and in the pre-development stages you're going to need to look at technical services you're going to have to work on the development side of it and work on work with developers and land planners and all stakeholders including your investor and you're going to be to work on the concept of viability your feasibility analysis concept plans, operational plans, and initial budgeting. And all, all of this is covered in some of my other segments. Now, just before getting into the operations, probably six to nine months before actually opening, while you're still under, under construction, you're gonna to need to fill out your management team. You're gonna to need to hire your general manager. You're gonna to need to bring on key members, like executive sales and your marketing team. And you're gonna to need to flesh out a marketing plan and you're going to need to initiate your operations of your surf park. You're also going to need to install your furniture, fixtures, and equipment, and finish out your, the tech installation, the software that's going to be running your surf park. And you're going to need to finish out your partnerships with different vendors. And ultimately, you're going to want to have some soft openings to make sure that everything runs smoothly when you do finally open up to the public. Now during operations, you're gonna need to make sure that you're having management and ownership reporting and operations management and financial planning and analysis. And to do this, you're gonna need to have your operating team in place and they should be uh, experienced in their field of expertise, food and beverage, sales and marketing, general and administration, programming and partners, retail and rental, surf and recreation. So you to need to have that team in place so that your operations run smoothly now in order for your surf park to be successful you need to look at it from three different personal perspectives you're gonna to need to look at it from the customer perspective you want to have a great journey for your customer and have appropriate staffing levels and well trained so that they have a good experience while they're there your employees again they need to be well trained they need to be happy they need to have a really nice culture And then your investors, your financial partners, you need to make sure that you're hitting the numbers. What gets measured gets managed and you need to make sure that they're seeing the operations report and tracking and your your forecasting of your financials as well as daily insights so that they know that you're hitting your numbers. Now, to hit your numbers, what you're going to need is you're going to need customers. And so to do that, you're going to need to obviously market your surf park and you're gonna to want to look at customer-centric marketing. You're gonna to need to look at segmentation. Who can come and when? What experience at your surf park do they want? And at what price? Some niche customers might be looking for different things and you wanna reach each segment to attract them to the right program at the right price so that they come to your surf park over and over. And so you may need to be using price tools to attract higher revenues during these time periods. Now, the marketing should lead into what's called a sales funnel and you're going to need to look at how the customer moves from awareness of your surf park to capturing their attention and bringing them into your surf park and then converting them into a paying customer and you need to figure out how your funnel is going to accelerate this and ultimately you want all of your customers to become long term loyal customers and To do this, you're going to likely need to use uh, multi-channel sales and marketing techniques. You're going to need to use, obviously, your websites, emails, social media. Maybe you can connect with some travel partners or uh, on-site travel vendors, wholesalers. Maybe look at activity booking platforms and local tour operators. Work with them to leverage their customer base. How might you be able to partner with them and create a symbiotic relationship with them? Once you get them to your surf park, you need to figure out how to amplify your returns and increase your revenues. And how you do this is there's a dependent relationship between your main drivers of your surf park and the supporting business units, meaning the destination and location are the primary drivers, but the surf park is the anchor. And the supporting business units, your restaurant, your retail, different other aspects of your surf park are the supporting business units, and they work together. Your surf park is going to bring in the people and they're going to spend money, the restaurants and retail. But then also the retail and restaurants might bring in some people and then they say, hey, well, let's go surfing. So there's a dependent relationship there. And again, the destination and location are the primary drivers, but you need to match the vision of the surf park with the site and the surrounding location. And the surf tech also needs to match the market potential demand. Now your supporting business units should be a part of the initial vision. Your food and beverage, your retail, rentals, and other activities. They need to be a part of that initial vision so you can make sure that they work together very well. Now, most importantly, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but your delivery of experience, your customer engagement, how how your customer reacts while they're there at the surf park, this needs to be a carefully designed customer journey. And you need to train your staff at all the different touch points, meaning when you're interacting with your customers, both on site while your customer is at the surf park, but also pre and post site arrival. You need to look at the programming and events. You need to create demand during the slow periods and increase visit frequency. You also want to look at real estate or lodging integration to increase the length of stay. You you don't want them just staying an hour. You maybe want them to stay a whole weekend. And what this will do is it will increase visitation and also increase per capita spending. And all this results in more destination visitors, which results in more revenue and profit. Now finally, you wanna optimize the operational design. Once again, you're gonna look at the customer journey. You're gonna start with that and then look at all the different touch points of customer engagement. And what this is gonna do, it's gonna drive your land planning and building spaces. And you're gonna to need to match the capacity and visitation to your business plan and the back of house operations behind the scenes. You're gonna to want to balance the form and function of your surf park. You're gonna to need to pick the right fabric and materials also your tech plans and installations a different kind of software that you're going to be using from the the point of sale to the lockers the activity bookings the food and beverage the human resources accounting all of that is going to go into it and all that is going to impact your reporting and forecasting and the selection of your tech vendors and where they are integrated all of this is going to impact the customer journey and needs to be done early on now the customer journey This might be the most important aspect to keep people coming back. We're gonna need to balance the wave programming with the customer experience so that everyone can enjoy it and everyone can get plenty of waves. It's not just for the pro surfers, it's for their friends and their family and anybody else in the community and so you're going to need to offer different kinds of waves to meet the needs of all these different people you're going to need to have different timing of waves to meet these different customer needs some of the pros they may need multiple bigger wave sets those might be desired your wave tech is going to need to have a balance between mixing it up and having some things that are unpredictable versus the predictable where you're Customers know what's gonna happen and they're gonna be able to hit those sections the way that they want to, or they're gonna know that it's gonna be a safe and fun environment for them. And the predictability of it is gonna help your customers hone their craft, but for the more seasoned surfer, the unpredictable wave might be more fun. And so you're really gonna need to explore a range of experiences. And with the way that Surf Tech is developing, this is gonna be great because you're gonna be able to customize it but scheduling the right mix of sessions, that's what's gonna be a challenge. You're gonna to need to bring a balance of guest experience with driving the revenue creation. And your locations, where your site is, and the local demographics will likely determine what kind of programming your waves have between expert waves versus beginner waves. And you're gonna to need to customize the offerings based upon the market and locale. Furthermore, you need to explore the marketing again and the different channels that you're going to use to reach those customers. Who are you going to be focused on? Because you're going to be wanting to fill in the peak hours versus non-peak hours. and How are you going to balance that? Your marketing needs to fill out your non-peak hours to maximize the revenues, but during peak times, you're going to need to maintain the guest experience because it's going to be crowded. And you're going to want to maintain that good, positive customer experience. And here's something that we touched on before that requires continued discussion. You don't want your customers to be able to determine their skill level. Your customers are going to want good surf. And so people tend to self-select their experience level so that they can get the more advanced waves. And often, if they push themselves to be a little bit beyond their experience level, they think that they can figure it out. But that often doesn't work. And this can get dangerous when surfers aren't matched up to the right wave. They wipe out and end up piling up, creating hazards for other surfers. And you really need to explore a better way to vet the experience levels in your customers and do a better job helping to manage the expectations of your customers' skills. When your customers are first exploring signing up to surf, you need to have questions for them to determine what level they surf at when they're booking. And so the wave technician needs to review these answers and adjust the waves according to the skill level of the servers. And software is there that can help guide this process. And you just wanna make sure that you ensure that the right waves are there for the right customer in the right zones. You're gonna want them coming back. You're gonna want people to have fun and you need repeat visitation. And if they have fun, they'll come back. If they don't, they may not. And so you don't want the customer to fail. Not only will he feel bad, but others will feel bad for him. Furthermore, you need to figure out how you can establish communications between the surfers and the wave programmer, because there may be a need to change different waves on the fly or pause a set to clear out any surf hazards, you know, people that have wiped out or other traffic. And furthermore, to enhance the customer experience at your surf park, you're going to need to create progressions for your customers to where they can start at beginner session or a session that might be a little bit underneath their perceived ability so that they can ease their anxiety about new waves and ease themselves into bigger better waves. Now with all these surfers there are going to be accidents and how are you going to mitigate these accidents and still make it a fun safe environment well, your employees cannot be intimidated from removing an inadequate surfer from a session to keep others from getting hurt or not having fun. And additionally, you're going to need to have your staff ready to dictate if the next surfer shouldn't take a wave because it would endanger somebody else who had wiped out in the takeoff zone. And that could also hurt themselves as well. Now, how can you get the proper mix of sessions to best impact your revenue? Well. There was a time when it was thought that you could sell advanced waves in the beginning and then have another section where you've got intermediate in the middle and then on the inside you could get a beginner wall. Three different zones, all generating revenue. But apparently this hasn't worked out too well. And so right now, all they're able to do is to sell the reef wave and then the beginner experience at the same time without the intermediate. They can't really have all three right now. The technology is just not there. And then finally, The question was raised, where is the real money at? Is the real money in the advanced waves or is it in the beginner waves? Meaning, you can charge more for the advanced waves and the advanced surfers are going to pay it. But is the real money in the beginner waves, especially in the long-term vision? Because if you think about it, those beginners, as long as they have fun, they're going to want to come back and get better and better. And then they're going to get to an intermediate level. And they're going to get better and better and come back and get to the expert level and so ultimately you're going to hit all three of those customer segments so is it better to focus on the beginners that's yet to be seen that's it for this segment if you like this information you found it helpful please like it share it comment and follow my channel or if you'd like to join a surf park mastermind group click the link in the description below and give me your email address and together we can build barrels all over the world Thanks again for dropping in. I'm kicking out. See ya.